I almost hate to start the show today having such good conversations off air with our first guest this afternoon, but we have a lot to talk about for everybody to hear today. Mike Murphy, the head of the Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce, is here in studio with us. And Mike, it is great to see you. It's been a long time. Jim, it's been a long time, and I, I miss talking to you. I miss the days coming in the restaurant, and we had some great conversations there as well. Well, we ran into each other last week at the uh, the, the big event for MJ Kellner, mm-hmm. uh, and I realized I hadn't had you on the air for a while, and I'm glad we did, and the timing works out great. We've got a few uh, big things to announce here for the Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce. Sure. We had a really busy board meeting last week when uh, I've been working on these things for several months and uh, announced to our board and uh, got approval on the first thing that I want to talk about is a a business scholarship that we're going to start giving to University of Illinois student who's a junior or senior or or in grad school. It's going to be a $2,500 scholarship, and we're going to start that in 2020. And uh, I'm excited. We're going to sign a five-year agreement with uh, UIS to, to to do that for the next five years. Really exciting. Uh, what what was the, the motivation for this? Why did you want to do this? Well, you know, Jim, I, I really like UIS. You know, I, I was proud to represent UIS when I was in the, in the General Assembly. And I don't know if you know this, but for 10 years, I ran the shot clock out there for men's and women's basketball. I did not know that, in yeah, fact. And, and so I did that for a while. I had Charlie Parkers, and even when I was in the... In the General Assembly. I quit last year because of the, the scheduling was just kind of tough to commit, and I, I hated to leave them high and dry. But um, and, and one thing I took away from that is we have this great university out there, and a lot of a lot of fun things are happening. But I didn't see a really solid connection with the community with Springfield. Uh, to me, it, it bothers me that a lot of people, you know, it could be UI anything, mm-hmm. not necessarily UI, University of Illinois Springfield, and so. I, I think, you know, I want to put our money where our mouth is, that we, we're proud of UIS. We should be more of a community, uh, I mean, a college community. And uh, so I, I ask our board to uh, to put up some money into our foundation, and we're going to uh, uh, endow a, a scholarship, for, you know, hopefully forever. But yeah. we're going to start off with a five-year commitment. Well, I'm a UIS alum myself, um, back in the days when it was Sangamon State. Yeah. Uh, but I'll be honest, I, I don't know that I've heard a lot about the business school. Tell me a bit about yeah, that and, and what uh, what are they doing there? Oh, they got a lot. It's a great business school, and, and they have a lot of opportunities. And, you know, uh, when you say a, a, a business major, a lot of people think just business administration. Well, it's not. You know, they have cybersecurity majors. They have sports management. They have health care management. You know, there's there's a multitude of things. Matter of fact, I, I wish I would have brought all the majors and uh, that they have out there, but it, it fills up more than one page. And so uh, there's a lot of different opportunities there. They, they work with some of our local businesses really well. And I, I'm hoping maybe this scholarship will spur somebody who came from out of state or Chicago or whatever, go to UIS and realize, you know, Springfield is a good place to live. So this gets underway in 2023. Mm-hmm. And how quickly do you expect to roll out details on the application process? And things? Well, the application process will be rolled out by UIS. Okay. They're, they're going to uh, take care of the application and they're also going to to select the winner. And so, you know, our contribution is is simply that, a contribution of $2,500 a year. Very exciting. Uh, and that's just one of the things we're talking about today with the Greater Springfield Chamber of mm-hmm. Commerce. Mike Murphy here with us. Uh, a couple of new programs as well to uh, help chamber members help their employees here in the community. Tell right. me about that. Yeah, the first thing I want to talk about is association um, group health insurance. 
Jim, I started in the restaurant business in 1979. It was pretty commonplace back then for companies to to give their employees health care. And then it just got so expensive over the year and margins got tight. And and then it got to the point where independent uh, businesses, it was really tough if you were small. Well, they uh, legislation was changed recently to allow uh, the chambers to form association group health plan. So now we have the buying power of a bigger corporation. And so some of these small businesses, and this is only good if you have uh, 50 or fewer employees. So it's definitely geared towards the smaller businesses. They will have the buying power now of a larger um, business to make it more affordable to offer their their benefits uh, to their workers. And I tell you what, that's more important now than ever because there's a premium on employees. Right. And so if, if you can offer a benefit like this, you might be able to keep an employee and, and keep them from shopping around. Yeah, because workers, you know, do have some options now to be able to go if there's a place right. that offers those benefits versus a place that doesn't, they're going to take the place that offers the benefits. Right. And so we're, we're partnering with Health Alliance and there, there's going to be five different plans that they can choose from. And so, you know, goes everything down from the basic to a Cadillac plan. And so uh, I, I'm really excited about this. Uh, the training's beginning at uh, the uh, insurance agencies that will be able to sell this. And uh, so, you know, fourth quarter, it's going to be hitting the streets. Can, can you quantify? Do you have an estimate as to how many chamber members aren't currently able to offer health care that might be able to do so under a program like this? You know, I, I really don't have a, a good number on that. I will tell you this. Uh, we've had a couple people join joined the chamber recently just because they heard about this. Wow. And so, because uh, you have to be a chamber member to be able to, you know, because that's the way the the legislation was written. You, you know, it allows members of chamber of commerces to be, to go in on a group. And so I, I, I can, don't know how many, but I do know there's a lot of interest out there. And, and there's a, another uh, similar program in that you're mm-hmm. making this available to chamber members to provide another really important and valuable benefit to workers they might not otherwise be able to do on their own. Sure. You know, legislation was passed when I was in the General Assembly. And by the way, I was one of the sponsors of this legislation. Mm-hmm. I believe in it. Uh, it's a great concept, uh, but I will tell you the execution of it has been um, a little a little rocky, let me put it that way. And what it does now is you have to provide a retirement plan for your employees if you have more than 25 employees. You don't have to, you don't, it's not a matching plan or anything like that. And, uh, you know, that's why I was in favor of it. It gives it option. I think, you know, in my industry, Jim, too many times I saw somebody who, who worked very hard for 20, 30 years and they just weren't able to retire. And, you know, because they didn't do any planning, they didn't right. set money away. And, and you, you know, if you start putting a little money away early, it, it builds up pretty rapidly. Right. And so, and there's other industries the same way that somebody works for, you know, 20, 30 years and then they, all they have is social security. Well, you and I both know that that's, that's not enough. And so I, I like the fact of, of encouraging people to start a 401k early. And, and that's exactly what this legislation does. And if a business doesn't have it, then they have to participate participate in what's called Illinois Secure Choice, and that's administered through the treasurer. It's a great idea. I'm not being critical of the the treasurer in any way, shape, or form, but the program's just not as smooth as it could be. And so what what we did was we went out and uh, we we vetted several companies, and we decided John Hancock is the one that we're going to recommend that uh, some people can have a choice 
to do this as opposed to going to uh, Illinois Secure Choice. Because in November 1st of 2022, just in a couple months, the requirement goes to 16 or more employees. Down from 25 down, down to, to 25 16. to 16. And then the big one is in 2023, it goes all the way down to five. If you have five workers or more, more you have yeah. to make some option available to you. Some option available. And, and what this option with the, the chamber is going to allow you to do is much less administrative headaches for the employer. Uh, when talking to some uh, some people who are dealing with uh, Illinois Secure Choice right now, they say, you know, a lot of these places have weekly pays. That's what we did at Charlie Parker's. And they said every week it's a nightmare. We have to go through every employee and make, you know, some adjustments because it's, Illinois Secure Choice isn't exactly the same way as your or my 401k might be through their uh, employer okay uh so uh and again this program doesn't require a business to offer a match or anything so is is there any mandated additional cost to a business to be a part of this no just uh other than the time involved in the the administration ours well through john hancock's there will be some administrative costs they they pay but then there's less administrative headaches right dealing with it and so they got to decide and and if they want to go with illinois secure choice that's fine you know uh but if they wanted to to have this it will be once they get it set up a much smoother form than in my opinion than illinois secure choice are both of these the, the health plan and the 401k option now available immediately to chamber members well no i, I we're saying fourth quarter but we're okay. hoping to have them rolled out a little bit earlier than that uh we're just getting you know this just happened last monday where i got the the board to approval uh, on this, go ahead. And so we're just now getting in, in regards to the association health plan. Uh, we're reaching out to all the our member a, uh, insurance agency, the independent ones who can sell Health Alliance, and making sure they get trained and understand because it's a little bit different than a, a normal group health. Yeah. This is a brand new program. We're one of the first chambers in the state of Illinois to offer this. I think there's just a handful uh, that that's already hit the ground running with it. And the same with the the 401k. If you're a chamber member, I'm sure. You've already got information in hand about this, but for businesses uh, that may be listening that are not sure. chamber members yet, how do they reach out to inquire about chamber membership and all the benefits? You know, contact us down the chamber at 217-525-1173, extension 205 for me, and I'd be more than happy to talk to you about it. Mike Murphy, while we've got you, here, a couple of more questions just overall on uh, business in the community, and I just want to get your sense of the business climate. We've been through you know, a few pretty rough years with the mm-hmm. pandemic and everything, inflation, everything else going on. What, what's your assessment right now, the, the here and now of uh, how we're doing business-wise in Springfield? You know, we got some businesses who are really performing well, and the, but they have problems with, with workers and some supply chain issues. We're, we're not taking advantage of everything we have. I was I was out at one uh, small manufacturer, and, and they're saying they're about hitting 70% of what they could do. They, in other words, they're not, they're not filling all the orders they have because they don't have enough workers. Yeah. And uh, I talked to somebody else. Well, good example. You know, I'm, I'm heavily involved in the, the moving the the from 3rd Street to 10th Street. Mm-hmm. And last last week, we heard that it was over a year wait for the blue paint that you will see on 6th Street overpass. <laughs> they had to wait a year to get that paint in. Wow. And so stuff like that is really slowing down. Now, there, there's other things. I'm not sure we had everything shaken out on how COVID affected small businesses. I think some people are still hanging on. You know, you see every now and then an announcement of a business closing. Right. Fortunately, you see some opening, too. And so I, I would say in... Um, 
in regards to that, a lot of times I think we're treading water, Jim. Uh, you know, we're not we're not really getting ahead. I think there was a report just out. I think I heard that earlier on one of your newscasts that said that uh, you know we're we're a little bit above where. We, we should be, but the growth is kind of slow. Yeah, the flash down. index, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still, yeah. still growing, growing, but growing but more slowly. The growth slowly, is slowing yeah. down. And so I, I, would, I, I describe that as kind of treading water. Don't want to put you on the spot, but uh, one of the things that I've been hearing quite a bit from, from business people here in the community in recent weeks is expressing some frustration in, in cutting through the bureaucracy at, at the city level, going mm-hmm. through City Hall, whether it's a zoning question or a licensing question sure. and things. Uh, what's, your, what's your sense on that? Tell me about your relationship with the city, with the county, and, and how helping businesses navigate some of that red tape? Oh, that's a great question, Jim, and I'm, I'm glad you, you asked it. We have, um, we've been meeting monthly since I've been here, and, and even before, but we, we've definitely uh, cranked up the, uh, the efforts. We have a development policy council where we have members from the city, the county, and a regional planning commission, and then uh, we bring in some contractors, some engineering firms. In the last few months, we brought in some of the bigger ones to talk just about zoning and permitting. Permitting is a, has been a problem, and uh, some of it's be due to lack of resources from the city. They're, they're just understaffed down there, and they don't pay enough uh, for, the, for these plan reviewers because once they get them trained, then they go off and work for the state or somebody else. And so that's been an issue, but uh, we've, we've come up with some alternatives, uh, outsourcing of some of the, the bigger uh, projects to make sure that uh, they get done on a timely uh, manner because we had cases during COVID. It was just... It was just horrible how long it took. And, you know, some of these projects needed to be done. We had some hospital projects that were waiting for plans for for months. Wow. And so, um, we. but I will say this, this, the city has been very receptive to our suggestions. And I, I, I told, uh, told some people uh, after the last meeting, you know, we're, we're making steps. They're baby steps, but at least we're stepping in the right direction. So I, I feel good about that. But you're right, Jim, uh, there, that has been an issue over the last several decades, actually. One other question before we go through a couple of upcoming events sure. here. Uh, obviously, we've got elections right around the corner for mm-hmm. state, for, for legislative seats, city elections, and, and municipal elections uh, next spring. Does the chamber get ever get involved in this, ever take any sides on it, endorse candidates, anything like that? I mean, I know there's got to be some folks out there that you probably feel are more conducive to a good business environment than others. What role will the chamber play in all that? The, ch- the chamber does not endorse. Matter of fact, Mike Murphy does not endorse anymore. Uh, uh, when I, uh, I I attend events, mm-hmm. I contribute personally. The chamber does not have a political action committee. Until we have a political action committee, we will never endorse. Um, we, you know, we don't have a political arm, okay. and so so we do not endorse. Uh, you know, like I say, when if is it you, something you think you should be doing? Would you like to see the chamber have a, a pack at some point? From from my background, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I would, but um, I'm, it's not something I've uh, talked to him about or or been working on. We have other issues. I, I've been uh, trying to trying to get up to speed on everything, and uh, it's been a great almost a year now. Yeah. It's, it's coming up in nine months, and I really enjoy it. Yeah, I, I can see us eventually uh, having that discussion with our board, um, but until that happens, we will not endorse. But you know, we're we're having a mayor's forum. 
that you will learn more about. You know, I'm, we're kind of letting the first selection get out of the way. But we're partnering with the uh, Illinois Times and Springfield Business Journal, and we're going to have a Marist Forum at the Hoagland, and we will announce that date and time. And so far, the two announced candidates have agreed to do it. And um, so, yeah, we're going to be involved in that way. And as you all know, I... I uh, I advocate on behalf of the chamber, mm-hmm. but but not on one side or the other. Uh, before we let you go, you've been very generous with your time. You've got upcoming events with the Chamber of Commerce. Tell us about them. Sure. Well, one is kind of political. Elected officials uh, reception. Right now, we got about 37 elected officials committed to show up. Everything from school board members, park board members, county board members, county board office holders, and members of the General Assembly. And uh, it's going to be Thursday, September 29th from 5 to 7 at the Illinois Realtors. And it's going to be $25. You can uh, send an email to Melissa Horn that's down at the chamber. You can go to our chamber website and get all that information. You can register right off the the website. And then we have a really fun event coming up, Shoes, Brews, and Biz. It's going to be Thursday, October 20th at the LRS Hangar. And it's worth going out, you know, the price of admission just to go through uh, Dick Levi's uh, car museum out there but we're going to have um uh, currently we have five restaurants who's going to be giving out some uh, horseshoes and some other samplings we got four local breweries and we have about 20 businesses we're hoping to get closer to 30 that's going to have um, booths out there to talking about their business and then you can go through the lrs hangar that's going to be thursday october 20th from five to nine and once again just go to our website and there's a uh uh, you can click right there and register. GSCC.org is the website to That's learn correct. more about all these Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce events. Mike Murphy, director of the Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce, thank you. Let's do this uh, more regularly from now on. Jim, I, I really appreciate it. And, and before I leave, I just wanted you to know how much I appreciate everything you do for the community. You're you're out there all the time, and uh, you know we might not agree all the time, <laughs> but uh, we we always like each other. Well, 